Mulibwanjiku Gardeners Island. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from Thursday, the 23rd of September, 2021. We'll let you know everything happened in Malawi for the week, every single week. In our first bit of updates, the Minister of Health is still working to clear up misinformation and fraudulent social media applications. The Ministry of Health continues to inform the general public that the advertisements circulating on social media accepting job applications for data clerks, hospital attendants, health surveillance assistants, and security guards are not coming from the Ministry of Health. As such, the ministry is advising the public against making any applications via those posts to avoid falling prey to fraudsters. It's further informed the public that all vacancies coming from the Ministry of Health do not solicit payments or application fees as part of the application process, nor do they receive applications through personal email addresses. This is coming after there have been fraudulent advertisements circulating on social media over the past few weeks inviting individuals to walk-in health worker interviews. It's reported that some people have fallen prey to the scam and have lost money by paying for these interviews, specifically for the application fees. To ensure that you or your loved ones do not fall prey to these fraudsters, please verify vital information like this with relevant authorities. Minister of Health Kumbizie Kondoo Chiponda revealed that only 466,000 people have been fully vaccinated since the vaccination started at the beginning of March. She then urged faith and religious leaders, local and other influential people, to encourage their subjects and followers to receive the vaccine. The minister further appealed to everyone aged 18 years and above to ensure they become fully vaccinated. In addition, the Ministry of Health, after noting a decline in the uptake of the vaccines, have given additional resources to districts to ensure that vaccines are made accessible to people. The strategies that are being implemented are intense publicity, training of more health workers as vaccinators to open up more vaccination sites, arranging immunization sessions in workplaces and churches, opening vaccination sites in all colleges and universities, and door-to-door vaccinations. This, they believe, will increase the vaccine uptake, hence protecting more people from COVID-19. On Wednesday, the 22nd, the Ministry of Health said the country is expecting to receive 100,000 doses of AstraZeneca vaccine, which will arrive on Saturday, the 25th, with 225,000 more arriving by the end of the month and 360,000 arriving by the end of October. The country will also receive 372,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine by the end of October. More health news, the Ministry of Health has disclosed that it will start constructing over 500 health posts in rural areas beginning next month. Ministry confirmed preparations for construction are already ahead of schedule. It was announced last December the ministry planned to construct 900 health facilities in hard-to-reach areas to ensure Malawians have readily available access to health services regardless of their location. Ministry had previously disclosed the health facilities would be constructed in phases, and these initial 50 health posts are just the first batch of more to come. Government has been called to introduce first aid studies in schools if the country is to reduce hospital admissions and save resources. The call was made when Malawi joined the rest of the world in commemorating First Aid Day on the 10th of September. Malawi Red Cross Society, however, commemorated the day on Friday the 17th under the theme, Be a First Aid Hero at School and in Your Community. Commemoration saw experts discussing how first aid in Malawi can be improved. Medical experts agree having first aid studies in schools will help reduce cases of admission in most casualty units, as many admissions in hospitals are currently a result of lack of care at the time of injury. 
Red Cross reported they trained 400 schools in first aid and have noted a huge change as learners are able to help each other when there is an injury or other health problems. Ministry of Education Deputy Director Responsible for Basic Education, Ellen Simango, said the issue requires further discussions on how the curriculum can be incorporated. Government says a task force is being created to ensure that beggars and kids are removed from the country's streets. The assurance comes as many children are still found in the streets despite the government's efforts in relocating them to safer places. Special task force will remove kids from the street, return them back to their respective homes or service care centers. Recent weeks, there have been complaints about robbery and attacks allegedly perpetrated by street kids and beggars in the country's major cities. While some individuals are happy with the government's actions in removing street kids, some are angry, citing the government does not need to form a task force, but rather use security personnel such as the police to do the job. President Lazarus Chacuera has assured people that he will address border wrangles, signaling out Mangochi as one of the districts on his priority list. In 2008, the African Union decided that African nations needed to reaffirm their borders to avoid possible conflicts that might arise from a lack of clarity. This resulted in some Malawian households finding themselves on the Mozambican side of the border. Speaking on Sunday the 19th, when Archbishop Thomas Luke Sousa celebrated his Silver Jubilee in priesthood, Chacuera said his government was aware that some families in the area of traditional authorities Katuli and Makajira lost their land during the boundary tracing exercise. He went on to pledge to improve the road network in the southern region to ease mobility challenges that farmers face in Mangochi and other districts. Mozambique and Malawi have been working on reaffirming their borders in the World Bank-funded exercise, which is aimed at avoiding potential conflicts arising from the exploitation of resources or other disagreements that may affect good relations between the two countries. Land borders and sharing of Lake Malawi, also involving Tanzania, as well as the navigability of inland waters, have been on the agenda of discussions between the two countries. Nakala Logistics notified the public in a press conference that all maintenance work on the railway line between Limbi and Nkaya have been completed. Passenger train will resume its travel from Limbi to Balaka on Saturday, the 25th of September. Locals on social media express excitement over the development, some saying they could not wait to board the train as it will bring back memories from their childhood. Youths in the country have been called to redefine the narrative on climate change issues. The call was made by Lilongwe Msinja constituency legislator Francis Belakanyama during the commemoration of the World Cleanup Day in Salima. Belakanyama added that climate finance, which many climate actors have contended the government does not fund adequately, should be viewed from a different perspective. He said climate-related activities should be financed fully and prioritized because climate change has been shown to be the world's common enemy. Apart from collecting waste, the day was marked with the discussions on what Malawi should prioritize in regards to managing climate change as the world leaders prepare for the UN climate talks, also known as the COP26 summit in November this year. Among the priorities made, the youth suggested an increase in funds channeled to climate-related activities, like on adaptation and recovery processes. This year's World Cleanup Day was commemorated on the 18th of September. The commemoration in Salima attracted 60 youths who cleaned up Sengape Beach. 
There were riots at Zomba Central Prison on Friday the 17th as inmates protested against the deplorable food at the facility. One of the prisoners revealed that prisoners who are allowed to work outside the premises are not permitted to bring food supplements, including vegetables, into the compound. Prisoners also claimed the inmates are being given undercooked pigeon peas and encima and are only fed once a day, leading the prisoners to scrambling for food. Spokesman for the Malawi Prison Service Chimwemwe Shaba confirmed the facility's policy, which restrains prisoners from bringing outside food inside the compound. She also added that authorities at the prison are engaging the inmates over their concerns. Meanwhile, reports say the prisoners have, quite logically, gone on hunger strike. There's been a lot of dialogue in recent years over the human rights abuses of prisoners in the country. People have cited their bad living conditions, poor health assistance, and poor diet, among others. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. You like the show, share it with friends. Anyone else who might be interested, subscribe. Remember to subscribe to get a notification every time we upload a new episode like this one. Feel free to contact us. We want to hear from you. Let us know where you are. Our new email address at malawi at rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Find us on Instagram at Rorschach Malawi. Tionana. Tionana.